Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. Welcome to the Muppet Fans Talking Podcast. I'm Mary. I'm Maria. And I'm Sprout. Hi, guys. Hello. We're back. It's episode Welcome. three. Um, we have a lot to talk about. I'm very excited for this episode. I'm also so excited. You mm-hmm. have no idea how excited I am. <laughs> I have been waiting for this episode for two weeks. I am so excited. <laughs> this uh, this episode is basically us sort of pitching to each other our uh, original uh, Muppet ideas um, and adaptions. You are in for a treat, my friends. I'm very I'm excited. So um, so top of the episode notes: the Henson. We got two um, uh, things of news from the Henson Company. One. Uh, was the they announced a three-week inclusive workshop puppet training uh, puppeteer training initiative um, which I think all three of us have applied we for we yeah, all applied and I am so excited to be rejected by Brian Henson personally <laughs> uh, I I'm they, still working on my resume but I am applying very soon and I'm very excited to also be rejected uh, by Brian Henson. <laughs> they wanted video of puppeteering, like proof that you know what you're doing. So I yeah. filmed a <gasps> cheesy ass video with my like unfinished boober puppet. That oh, sounds so not- cool. That's so cute. I love that is that. adorable. <laughs> uh, whenever um, earlier this year, Sesame Street uh, workshop uh, uh, asked for, you know, um, videos, puppeteering videos and stuff. I uh, I sent that in, and so now I have that uh, to. So I'm sending that into the Henson Company again, along with you know resume and headshot and all that. Um, we have been joking on Twitter that Mary is specifically going to get called out by Brian Henson. <laughs> Uh, because if you don't follow me on Twitter, I like to tweet a lot of things about the Henson family, especially Jim. And I feel, and I'm not going to delete, I, I haven't deleted any of these tweets. I'm still going. And yeah. I fear that uh, Brian, Lisa, or whoever is running this is going to see these and go, no. 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 I'm so sorry. We can't have you. Um, you called my dad a gilf. Please go away. <laughs> I'm going to have to explain to my mom what a gilf is. No. <laughs> Bro, you can't do this to me. That's why I didn't go into specifics. I'm sorry. I tried to be good this time, Maria. I tried. Uh-huh. I really did. I'm sorry. I didn't Sprout, it's all hey, my fault. Hey, hey, yeah, it is your fault. Hey, Sprout, how about you explain to my mom what a gilf is? You know what? I can. I'll do it right now. Okay. All right. So a gilf is when you're really attracted to an older man. Dare I say a grandfather? That you may want to have um, special adult fun time with. <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I hope another... that was a good explanation. I, I'd like yeah. to apologize to any of my friends who follow me, not from Muppet stuff, who decided, hey, I want to listen to this podcast to support Mary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so sorry you had to hear that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, more news from the uh, Jim Henson Company. Queen Latifah, uh, her film unit entertainment, which is her production company, and the Jim Henson Company are developing a film adaptation of The Conductors, which is a fantasy debut uh, novel by Nicole Glover. Um, I saw that. Yes. That sounds uh, really exciting. I love yeah. Queen Latifah. I love the Jim Henson Company. I'm really excited what they come together to do, and I hope it's really magical and creative. Yeah, and uh, people say uh, the book is really, really good. I haven't uh, read it yet, um, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. Um, Sesame Street News. The um, oh, the Street Gang documentary is coming to DVD and Blu-ray uh, in late July. I oh, think. fun. That's cool. So I exciting. Can, 
I can finally watch it because it's not playing at any theaters near me right now. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it went to um, video on demand. Yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah I mean, I'll, I'll have to watch it sometime. Again, I'm not, I, I have t- more time now, but I'll get into my bad movie watching habits later. <laughs> um, my mom also had some notes about last episode. I'd love oh, to hear I- them. She says if um, we keep saying the word like, she will wring our necks. Um, Good luck finding me. (laughs) uh, So we we will try to stop doing that. I'm so sorry. Um, Also, she says I need to cut down on cussing. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can wager um, maybe a damn or as she put it, one F-bomb an episode. Probably I won't. Oh, well. I'm I'm actively trying not to swear on this podcast. Like, I'm usually not very good with with not swearing, but I'm actively trying on this podcast not to swear, and I think I've done a very good job so far. You have. I'm it's just my fault. Same. I'm well, doing Sprout, the same. Well, Sprout, you don't talk. Also. Sprout, you don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not, hey, let's not call out Sprout because you can't not swear. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Um, she also said uh, that... Ralph and Piggy do kind of have a relationship, but as like the co-workers. the Barry, yeah, coworkers, but like the Barry Manilow to her Bette Midler, like you know he's the pianist and she's laying on the piano and singing. Um, I tried to explain to her like that's that's just like a working thing, and she's like, no, it's a real relationship, and I'm like, that's a headcanon, and then she wouldn't hear <laughs> the rest of it, so. <laughs> I love that. It's a, I love that. It's a relationship, and I'm saying it's a relationship for her. Um, so do we want to get into uh, the uh, adaptations? Yep. Sprout, do you want to go first here? Right. Um, Muppet Lay Miz. Give it to me now, please. That was on my list, too. I really want yeah. that. Who do you the, want to be the, the one human? Well, the one on the internet that I've always seen and I thought that would be fun is Jean Valjean with Hugh Jackman. That's the one I want, too. I think yeah. that'd be really good. I feel like it's odd, though, because he did play a Jean Valjean in the movie. But I think that's why a lot of the internet says him for the yeah, Jean Valjean. Fair. It's because they've already seen him in the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't. I don't remember enough of the Broadway actors to try to recommend one of them. I've seen the show once, but I don't have a good recollection. I've seen it once too. I saw it uh, live on tour when it came near my nearby my city. It was excellent. Me too. I cried too much. Same. All right. I I have only seen the movie, and I performed a few songs. I, I was in this theater troupe, and. Uh, the director, she would just assign us songs, and so um, she assigned me I Dream uh, a Dream. Uh, so I had to sing that, like, three years in a row, so it sort of just nailed into my head. It's a good song. It's a good song. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, like, casting, like, uh, Muppet casting for it? I was trying to think on that. I, I feel like Miss Piggy would definitely be um, Cosette because she'd want to be, like, she would want those big numbers, mm-hmm. which would make uh, Marius be Kermit. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. There's a lot of smaller characters, like um, the the small boy during the revolution. I don't even remember his name. I would want him to be Robin. Yeah. yeah my mind's kind of blanking on all, the, on all the character names right now, but I also would want Miss Piggy to be the... Um, because that's mom, I forget her name, because, and I want Piggy thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I get to do the big, like, Anne Hathaway number, and then yeah. she finds out early on that she dies halfway through the movie, <laughs> and has yeah. diva meltdown. That's uh, like, um, great moments in history that they do at yeah. Disney, where she switches halfway through to be George Washington. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> would, would Wayne and Wanda be, um, the master of the house, and his, like, wife i can't remember their names i feel like that'd be good but i also i would like that for some reason imagine fozzy in like that master of the house role and i don't Mm -hmm. know why oh no it's a more comedic role maybe gonzo but again no i see gonzo being like one of the like uh you know the the revolutionaries yeah yeah me too um i i have three adaptations 
right. Um, Go ahead. Two are two are Muppets. One is just Henson Company. Now, I don't know if either of you know about the uh, musical Into the Woods. I've heard of uh, it. I know. I love. It. I haven't seen it. I love that musical. It's it's a comedy uh, drama. It's basically taking a, a bunch of fairy tales and mushing them all together, and then. Um, act one is like, oh, happy ending, and then act two is consequences. Oh. <laughs> um, you can you can find the uh, original um, Broadway uh, like recording because they did it for PBS when PBS um, yeah. records Broadway shows. It's on YouTube and it's free to watch. Oh, so cool. that's nice. Oh, cool. um, I I was in Into the Woods. I was an understudy for um, Red Riding Hood, and I did I was a stage manager for it, and so I love Into the Woods, but I don't want Muppets into the woods. I, my dream is that like the the Henson Company would do their own version of Into the Woods. I would um, love that. Yeah, because Disney did a movie version of Into the Woods and it sucked mm. so oh, bad. No. I haven't seen they, it, but I know people really liked uh, Chris Pine's performance in that movie. Chris Pine's and Meryl Streep, th- those and kind of um, oh I can't remember her name. Anna Kendrick. Yes, Anna, Anna Kendrick. Both of the three of them were like the good parts of the movie, but those were few and far between. Basically, the show is a comedy with dramatic stuff underneath it, and Disney took out all of the comedy and made it all oh. drama. So it was like, Ooh, this uh-huh. is bad. This is bad. That's not fun. Um, yeah, so I think the Henson Company would have done like a great version of, of Into the Woods. I feel like they oh, could yeah. do the balance of it really good. They're very good about doing that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this is one that uh, my mom actually came up with. Oh, I'm excited. Yes. Uh, when I told her about this episode, she uh, started like talking about it and then we started casting and she started laughing so hard that we were both crying at one point, um, <laughs> which was uh, Muppets Peter Pan. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, the, the human would be Wendy. Um, and uh, Kermit would be Peter Pan, and the reason why Wendy would be a human is because Piggy is obviously Tinkerbell. Oh, of course. Obviously. Pinky has the energy of someone who would die if no one gave her attention. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, The reason she started, like, laugh crying, I think, is because instead of pixie dust, she did say piggy dust, and that... Oh boy. <laughs> that just it was late at night and she's just <laughs> laughing really hard. Um Fozzie and Gonzo would be the, the brothers, would be uh John and Michael. Mm-hmm. Um Captain Hook, Uncle Deadly as Captain Hook. Oh, that's good. That's really I, good. I love that. Thank you. I came up with that one and uh I started laughing and she was like, What? Why are you laughing? And I go, Uncle Deadly and Captain Hook have the right amount of like queer baiting energy. <laughs> but Uncle Deadly's <laughs> actually gay. I know he is, but like they you're both right. have that that same energy of like, oh, you're 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 almost there. And Scooter would be Smee. Does- Oh, that's perfect. I'm just excited because we can bring it. back Artie the alligator. Yes, yes. I was going to say, we need Artie as TikTok. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Um, and uh, I had the idea that most of the um, crewmates on um, Hook's ship would be rats, except for Sweetums. Sweetums is the one big pirate, just oh, like Muppet Treasure Island. I love it. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear Sweetums gets to be used. I'm, I I love him. Same. I love that boy. Um, and then like the, the mermaids. Um, I, we talked about a little bit and she was like, oh, they should do like ethereal, like new character mermaids, which I thought was nice. But I do want at least one of the mermaids to just be Yolanda. Just yes, rat yes. mermaid. <laughs> yeah, and also like a mermaid that was just like fish had human legs. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> sure, it it definitely it has like Muppet Treasure Island energy. Yeah, but it's a Muppet special. You can have that energy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be pretty. It can be fun and no. it can be funny and weird and creepy. Yeah. I have a crackpot idea for the mermaids. Go go for it. If they were more of the siren-esque mermaids <laughs> where they were singing to lure people in, Electric Mayhem. 
That's Ooh, good. That's a good one too. We did say that the Lost Boys would be the Electric Mayhem. That's also a good idea. That is yeah. good. That I'm is just good. imagining Floyd dressed up as a raccoon. That's. Who <laughs> 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 would Gonzo uh, be? Because I'm like, I love Gonzo's my favorite, and I need to know where he's going to be in this. Oh yeah, he'd be the sibling. Yeah, he'd be like either John or Michael with, with Fozzie. Um, that makes sense. How about Robin? Is Robin in here? I don't know about Robin because there's not a, there's there's so little characters at least in like the Peter Pan really like, is movie just make him just make him one of the Lost make, Boys yeah make him one of the Lost Boys just make <laughs> put him somewhere we need him in here I the more Robin and things the happier I am the happier Same. everyone is um my other uh, adaptation that I've been wanting since forever I think um is Muppets Mamma Mia I. Oh, that's good. Oh man! Anyone who knows me knows that I love ABBA so much. I'm so upset. <laughs> they were supposed to be on season five of the Muppet Show, but then their schedules did conflict. Uh, now, I'm so now I'm that upset. Now I'm upset. So angry. Every now I'm day, upset. I, every day I get angry and angrier and angrier that they couldn't get their schedules to to work. This um, is what they took from uh, you. This is what they took from you. Um. So. Donna, which uh, Sophie's mother, um, I feel like she would be the human. I mean, like, I would love it if we had Meryl Streep back, but we could have any, you know, human. You could actor. also get Lily James to do it. Oh, yes, that's good. Um, Sophie, uh, Janice would be Sophie. Um, Tanya, which is the, um, like, the millionaire lady, that would be Peggy. Uh, that's the Christine Barinsky character, right? Uh, the one with the great legs. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just, we're gay. I need you to know this. We're both like I'm bisexual. <laughs> yes, she is bisexual. I am a lesbian, and we both just went, uh huh. Like just yeah. The one with the great <laughs> um, legs. <laughs> great legs. Um. Uh. Yes. That. So. Piggy would, would be Tanya, and Camilla would be Rosie, which is Donna's other friend. That is perfect. Friend. Yes, because she has the song called um, uh, Chicka Tita, and oh I, I, yes, it's a pun, <clears throat> but also... But it's, I, it's the Muppets. We aren't above that. No, it's, we're not. Um, Sam is um, one, one of the father's um, there's Sam, Harry, and Bill, and I, um, originally I was like, oh, the fathers would be, like, Kermit, Fozzie, Gonzo. Gonzo, no, that's overdone. But, hold on, but then I was thinking, like, no, because. If Kermit was sleeping with another woman, Piggy would get yeah, him. Yeah, Piggy would get it, yeah. I Piggy know they're broken up, it. but she would still do it. Yeah, so I was like, no, he would have to be the, the pool boy that, that Piggy, you know, flirts with, um, so then I was like, who, who could this, um, who, who could, you know, Harry be? Um, and then I was like, well, Harry in the show, it, it, it's alluded that, you know, he's gay. So I was like, Scooter, obviously. So it's Scooter, Fozzie, and, and Gonzo. And Gonzo and Camilla would, would hook up because that in the show, um, I think, it, yeah, Bill and uh, Rosie hook up. So yeah um and then so it's sort of implied that because you know Fozzie gets married to a human woman at the end of this of Muppets Mamma Mia <laughs> which has big 2015 sitcom energy you know he he loves who he loves and that's okay <laughs> yes um Sky is um uh Sophie's uh fiance Lloyd. and so Floyd, obviously, and there's Allie and Lisa, and we could just change the names, and that could be, like, the rest of the, the band. Um, uh, Pepper, uh, that's uh, who Kermit would be. It's not the biggest of roles, but, you we know. We can still keep his name. We can, we can expand on that. We can give him some depth. Yeah. Um, there's also two other characters, which is uh, Eddie, which is, like, Pepper's best friend, and I would love if that was just Walter, of, like, trying yeah. to wingman. Yeah, or we, worst comes to worst, it's, it's, it's Robin again. Yeah, yeah, worst comes to worst, Robin again. 
Um, and then Father uh, Alex, say Wait. Alex Andros. Yes. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to have to cut this meeting short and start it over again because we have like a 40 minute runtime and I was like just sitting here waiting earlier. So I'm just going to. Okay. So continue from where we. Yep. yep. Okay. We're continuing. I'm recording now. Okay. Uh, and then Father uh, Alexandros, he, he marries uh, Donna and um, I can't remember the character's name, so I'm just going to say Fozzie. Um, I would love Ralph the dog to, to be the, the minister. I don't know why. I just think that'd be very cute. That'd be perfect. Um, I would love yes. that. Yes. So that, th- those are uh, my uh, adaptations. All right, now it's uh, my turn. I've got a few. Um, the first two would be like just book adi- adaptations, and the third would just be like a quick TV special. So the adaptations would first be Muppet Great Gatsby, which again has been all over the internet. It's been everywhere. My one yeah. human being would be I'd want uh, I I'm debating whether I I want Kermit as Gatsby or if I want to have our one human be Ryan Gosling and have him be Gatsby. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of I, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm debating right now. Either would be good. Yeah. And I, and I, and if we don't, and then I'd have Kermit be whoever the human's not be, whoever the human isn't, so. Yeah. He would obviously be Daisy. And yeah. I think I'd have Donzo be Tom and then have Camilla be his mistress. I forget her name. I read Gatsby years ago. Mm-hmm. Same. And then the other one, which is a book I've never read, so you know you're getting something very exciting would be uh, Muppets Pride and Prejudice with uh, Gonzo as Elizabeth and the one human in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the one human in the movie being um, is an actor named Brett Goldstein. He is on a show called Ted Lasso and he is a huge Muppet fan. He's from yeah. the UK and he tries to insert Muppet stuff into the show, into the TV show he's on whenever he can. And he all, there's also a video of him doing a mashup of all the songs from Muppet Christmas Carol this man is a huge Muppet fan, and I think he'd be, he'd ha- he's very attractive, and he we could benefit a lot from him being Mr. Darcy in this adaptation of Pride and Prejudice, and I think it'd be funny. It's what he uh, deserves. Yeah. He, he deserves this. I feel like, you know, I, there needs to be more uh, humans in Muppet roles having the time of their life, and I'm all for this, so. Yeah. And the other one would be, uh, like, a TV special or Disney Plus exclusive. Which is, this would be like a Christmas special, but you know those like terrible Hallmark movies that come out every year? Oh, no. So yes. cheesy and terrible. The look on Maria's face says it all. Yep. Bad, They're the bad, worst. Like, like Kermit and Piggy or like another one with maybe Gonzo and Camilla or a possible other one with like Janice and Floyd. Like have like Piggy meet this big city pig trying to make it in the world and then she goes home to her small town and finds this frog and falls in love with him and have it be so cheesy. It's it'd be like the exact same thing, but like funny and like a parody and with Muppets. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Not not one of the Christmas specials, but could we have them parody the Hallmark KFC love story with the Swedish <laughs> chef? <laughs> I, don't I see have to leave. <laughs> See why we can't. That's I have to go. I'm so sorry. (laughs) All right. And I also have a TV show adaptation idea. And I'm wondering if anybody else has, like, a TV show idea. Does anybody else have a TV show idea? Or should I just let this one out? Let let it out. TV special. All right. I'll let you go with the TV special and then I'll share my series idea. Okay. This is the worst of my ideas because I have no idea of how to flesh it out. I just really want the Muppets and Sesame Street to do something again, even though it will never happen. So my dumb idea was, um, and I quote, Muppets get a flat while on tour? Three question marks. Oh my gosh. That's the beginning of my actual movie pitch. I'm not lying. That is the (laughs) Kermit recognizes the area from when he was a reporter and shows the gang how to get to Sesame Street. Aw. That's cute. That's cute. I love that. Um, I, I am just now remembering the, um, like, special idea I had. I forgot to write it down, but I, I also, do have Also, <laughs> I wouldn't count, out, count that out as never happening, because, again, ABC did run a 50th anniversary special on Sesame Street that not is, too long ago, so true. True. anything yeah. can happen. True. Anything, anything can happen. Anything could happen. 
I wanted to work the fraggles into that, but it was already hard enough. Well, yeah, get that out of me. Yeah, that's that's a harder one. It was one thing with the Christmas special; it works, but outside of that, how do you do it? It's very yeah. difficult. Yeah. So there we All go. Right. What's your TV special idea, Maria? Um, my TV special is basically it goes along with uh, if the Electric Mayhem went on tour, like. Uh, across either U.S. or U.S. and, you know, Europe or wherever they did a tour and then following them as like a documentary type thing. And that would be like an exclusive like Electric Mayhem uh, behind the scenes tour uh, on like Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah, I could I see would love that. I could see them doing that. Like I'm there's like a, there's like a like do it like a mockumentary thing. And then I feel like you could also release like a real like Electric Mayhem album with that as well. Yes, that's like, what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot. I, I feel like a lot of people would like that. It is I what the Alphabet wanted, Mafia deserves. I have always wanted a vinyl record for the Electric Mayhem. Yeah, that would be cool. All that would be cool. All, all right, so and we, we would get three things. We would get an actual tour of the Electric Mayhem, and that we would get a a, a special or or even maybe a series, and then we would get you know a vinyl or an album. Uh, please give it Disney. to me give it to me now and if you do make an album put it on spotify like like you do please, with please. like the one half of your muppet stuff and that for some reason <laughs> not the other half please. <laughs> i'm sorry this is turning into mary's personal rant time <laughs> i will the tv series i had I, idea i had would be like a, a limited series sorry for saying like mm-hmm. maria's mom um and this is the most this isn't even a half-baked idea this is a quarter-baked idea i thought of this last night and it would be kind of like a mystery drama kind of comedy series like think in the vein of wandavision so mm-hmm. it'd be uh the muppets wake up one morning in a world where they never met and there's only one of the muppets that actually remembers each other and i'm thinking this would either be scooter walter or gonzo and they're the only one that remembers, and they have to, you know, they have to try to solve what, figure out what happened, as well as try to bring the Muppets back together again. So this That's would be like, a, it'd be a limited series, and it's not very fully fleshed out yet, as you can tell, but I think it'd be a really fun idea. And yeah. I, I really liked the tone of WandaVision, like, sorry, Maria's mom. And, <laughs> and I think a lot of well, other you people liked so, it. No, I- I think you can say liked as in like I like this, but not saying like like you know, yeah, like 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 you know like don't, that. Don't give your mom an aneurysm, please. <laughs> I'm not, mom. I love you. I'm sorry. So, I, like the reason I'm hesitant to make it Walter is because I don't want it to be too much like the 2011 movie, and yeah. I feel like Scooter would be good, but and also I threw Gonzo in there because Gonzo is my favorite. So. And I'm, what, I'm what impartial, and I'm not, par- and I'm not impartial. Yeah. Um, before we go to the next topic, I thought of another idea for a Disney Plus special. Um, so you know how Netflix has been doing Choose Your Own Adventure shows? Yeah. Like Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. I would love to see them do a Muppet murder mystery for Disney Plus where Rizzo was murdered <laughs> and they have to find out who did it. Not Rizzo. <laughs> Too soon, Sprout. Too soon. Too soon. What else are we going to do? Sprout. Rizzo's easy. He doesn't have a voice right now. Oh. Well, that's because they're they're honoring Steve, because that's, you know, what Peter said when I asked him. um, Okay. When we asked him in in a uh, Beretta Brothers uh, live episode, we asked, like, hey, has Rizzo been recast? And he's like, no, he hasn't been recast because we're trying to, you know, honor Steve because that was you know, his original character. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, but also, Sprout, I feel like you're going to uh, love my uh, individual, like, movie idea. You might wink, like wink, mine, wink, too. Excited. You I'm, might like mine, um, too. Excited. Also, that is just the uh, Liza Minnelli episode. <laughs> You know, you know which would be a very good way to do a murder mystery episode if they like if it's just like an old Muppets get together and the Muppet that was murdered was uh Wonkins from the Wilkins coffee commercials and you oh find out God. the murderer was Wilkins. That's oh very God. good. I do love that. Do, now I have to know, do, uh does Disney own them or is it the Henson company that still owns them? I think the Henson company like is Henson. still still owns them, but I feel like in, in, like, a case like that, I feel like Brian would be like, okay, you can have the rights this once. 
<laughs> once. You can have you can have them for this one thing. That's it. It'll be like the Spider Man deal. Mm-hmm. But with two very obscure characters. Yes, it's still owned. Uh, Wilkins and Watkins are still owned by uh, the Jim Henson Company. Okay, are we are we ready for our our movie ideas? Sprout, go ahead. All right. So my movie idea. I just want the Fraggles in outer space. I know that was planned in the past and yes. didn't happen. Um, I have a few questions. Really given. I have a few yes. questions. Is this outer space in terms of, like, the human world or outer space yes. in terms of actual space? No. Um, <laughs> human world, outer space. Okay, I needed that clarified. I needed that clarified. Yeah. They call the human world outer my space. Thought, yeah. yeah. My thought was um, from the episode where Gobo thought he had to go find Matt in outer space. They could go try to find Matt. Um, that being said... It has to be filmed in that really cheesy way that it was in the 80s, and it has to have that really weird background music. We also need to have the worst blue screen you've ever seen in your life. Yes. It was the year blue screen came out, guys. It was amazing. And it's charming. It's so charming how, like, one scene will look totally fine, and the next scene is, like, the worst blue screen you've ever seen in your life. Listen, listen. It was. It, it, it was cutting-edge technology at the time. I understand that, and I think it's so entertaining. Um, I love it. My, okay, my, I had a similar idea, Sprout, and so my only, like, thing about this was because um, the original actor for, for Doc uh, passed away, I feel like it it could be, um, yes, um, it, it could be, like, maybe his daughter or granddaughter, uh, to be like the human actor yeah. of that, um, with you know Sprocket and subtly um, reference. Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. In the final episode of Fraggle Rock, uh, Doc had to. Yes, it uh, it would subtly imply that. Yes. Uh, yeah, it would subtly imply that that um, they were husbands. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I, that they they were they were there was a relationship were, there. That and, was yes. Was. They were coded. It it was <laughs> so ridiculous how they, how he'd be like, oh, I gotta. He would always talk about him, and then yep. like when he got hurt, he's like, oh, I gotta go take care of him, and I'm like, oh, okay. I have to take care of Ned. <laughs> it's like you you have to go with him. I I have to move out to Arizona <laughs> to take care of my friend. I'm like, friend. Help, it's funny because um, <laughs> no, the granddaughter or like grandchild idea is yeah. what I've always thought they could do for the reboot that they're working on right now. I don't know oh, what they're no. doing for the reboot right now, but I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm very so excited. excited. I'm beyond excited. All right. Do you have any other movie ideas, bro? No, that was my one. Um, All right. Fraggle Rock. Just give me Fraggle Rock. You ready, Maria? <laughs> Yes, I also had Fraggle Rock uh, idea, but my um, second one for the Muppets, I'm, we didn't have anything Sesame Street, and they're literally planning a Sesame Street movie. Maybe it's just because I love Follow That Bird, and it's like, yeah. that's, 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 that's like the perfect, so that's like the perfect movie, and I can't, yeah, we I can't am. top that. No, I, like, the, the Muppet movie in 1979 can't be topped, but they always try yeah. to top it anyway, so why not join mm-hmm. in the party? Yeah. Um, so my plot for Muppets would be a cowboy western. Ooh. Um, yeah. More cowboy Kermit. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> cowboy Kermit. Kermit the Frog uh, is a sheriff, and uh, Gonzo is uh, his uh, assistant. Um, and they are contacted by Ralph the Dog, the uh, local um, Splatoon, uh, Splatoon owner, uh, because his business partner, Baskerville the Hound, has been murdered. Dun, um, dun, dun. Yes, they, they have to, you know, interview the, the showgirls, which are all chickens, and there would be a full side plot of, you know, Gonzo and Camilla meeting and falling in love in this universe, Aww. because <laughs> Gonzo deserves not to be sidelined. Um, 
the house band would obviously be the Electric Mayhem, um, the, the chef would be the Swedish <laughs> chef, the in-house comic would be Fozzie, and then the, the star singer showgirl of the, you know, show every night would be Miss Piggy. And there'd be sort of like, it kind of feels like Piggy did it, kind of. Um, the red herring would be Uncle Deadly. Uh, because he would be Miss Piggy's like assistant uh, and he's like a, he's stereotyped as like the evil menacing presence he's not even evil though, he's, he's just gay. gay he's just gay guys <laughs> um even he's just an employee who like happens to be a fan uh, a phantom um the other employees would be like Walter Scooter Pepe and Yolanda and they'd be like the wait staff um which that that's just catering to me uh <laughs> Of course. Uh, I feel like, I know, I don't know, forensics did not exist in, in the West, but I, no. the Muppets break, you know, fourth walls yeah. all the time. So I feel like Budson and Beaker uh, would do like forensics to help try to figure out old the- Old-timey uh, forensics. Old-timey forensic. Um, at the moment, I can't think of like a human villain, like an, like an actor, like what his part would be. Um but the funniest red her- herring um, would be, uh, you know, similar to Deadly, the other red herring, uh, aping from the uh, Liza Minnelli episode with it, would be Statler and Waldorf were aiming for the bear, and, and they got <laughs> and they got Baskerville instead. So it's just like, oh, you were just trying to kill Fozzie, got it. Um, yeah, and be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just a, a, a period piece murder mystery focusing on, you know, the Muppets, Instead of, like, some of the other stuff, which is just, like, this is a human movie featuring the Muppets, or this is a really kiddie movie, and, you know, a lot of Muppet movies are, like, we don't talk down to kids, uh, but there are have yeah. been some recently that are, like, we're mm. you're a child and we're going to talk down to you type of stuff. All right. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. got, I've got, oh, go ahead, Sprout. I was going to say, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the game, The Town of Western Loathing. I have not. I I would love to see. It is an old computer DOS game. Uh But I would just say, I would love to see the humor of that game in your Western movie because it would work so well. Nice. Um, For instance, there's a saloon scene where they ask for a drink and you have to catch the drink. Otherwise, it slides across the table and crashes, and the bartender just stares at you like you're an idiot. <laughs> I feel Ralph would just do that. Just little things like that. Ralph would do that yeah, to Kermit. Just little things. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this is going to be the weirdest one. I've got a full-on outline for this. I'm Let's just going to warn you. This, so was, um, this was originally thought of as a continuation of the 2011 movie when I was in middle school. But I have completely reworked it because I had I looked back on some of the plot points I remembered because I'm now in co- I now have graduated college. I look back at some plot points and I realized okay I would change this this and this because it's it started out very human centric and now I'm like okay let's see if we can just like s- switch it up a bit. It takes a lot of elements from like every other Muppet movie. So I'm right now the working title is the most overdone Muppet movie ever made, mm-hmm. and. The is, day that I re- aping, is that aping off uh, the cheapest Muppet yeah, movie ever made? It is. Uh, it is nice. Little Hell little yeah. reference for little reference for the diehards. Uh, <laughs> and another and another thing about it is I reworked this the day we thought of the idea to pitch it, which was two weeks ago. I had mm-hmm. three hours of sleep that night. I took a walk around. I took a walk outside my house, outside my apartment, for about half an hour, and I completely reworked it. So now this is. So when I say this is going to be the craziest idea you, you hear all day, there's a possibility it is. So I'm very excited. It starts out with the Muppets so on tour again, and their bus breaks down. But they're in a, a very, very small town in the Midwest. They're going to a larger town around the area. And they're, they're, their bus breaks down, and the part they need will take, a, will take at least two weeks to ship because they are in the middle of nowhere. Kermit is very upset by this because, like, again, they had a whole plan. So he goes out for a walk. And while he's on a walk, Ralph is like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee because I'm Ralph and this is what I do. So mm-hmm. Ralph go gets coffee. Kermit goes for a walk. And while Ralph is getting coffee, he meets, this t- he, meets this, he meets this woman who happens to be a music teacher at a local middle school in the area. And she also inherited her uh, grandparents' theater that they had in town that was a, used to be this big theater in town where everyone used to perform. 
and throughout that, but throughout the time, her grandparents have died, and her parents have disappeared, and she's inherited this theater, and she has to, like, but she doesn't have the money on her salary to fix up the theater and take care of it, so she's thinking of selling it, and she does not want to sell it, and Ralph is like, listen, we're in town for a few weeks, we'll help you fix your theater, and we'll raise the money you need to, like, you know, keep it up to speed with a sh- we'll put on a show, because that's what we do best, and we've got the time and resources. Well, Kermit's on his walk, he's, go- this town is on a river, he passes this houseboat by where there's all these frogs playing outside and he meets an older frog there and he, you know, sits and talks to this older frog playing the banjo and the older frog tells him about his, uh, oh, what? You just, you were, ha- you were holding the mic way up, well, far away from your mouth. I speak really loud and I don't want to like make everybody deaf. I know, but it was going farther away as <laughs> oh, you were okay. talking and I was like, sorry. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but floating. He, yeah. I'm sorry, but he passes by this this old houseboat where this older frog lives, and there's all these frogs playing outside, and this older frog's playing his banjo, and he talks to this older frog, and his, this older frog says that all these frogs live in this houseboat, and that every, because this takes place in fall, sorry, I should have made a note of that sooner, but mm-hmm. every winter, they bring the houseboat back up to shore, they work together to do so, and Kermit's like, okay, cool, thanks. And the longer they're, th- they're in this town, they realize that there is th- this used to be an old manufacturing town that where everybody left because there's like all the manufacturing stuff is like shut down since because everything's modern now. And there is another manufacturer that's building that's reopening one of the plants and everyone's like and they're going to like manufacture stuff again. And so they're like, OK, cool, whatever. This is a major plot point, but I haven't figured out how to work this completely into the story yet organically. Mm-hmm. and so everyone's just like staying there and doing the best they can and like they're ready to put on the show to help this like you know woman keep her theater and everything and then dun 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 the villain side of things where we have two villains this movie the first oh. being the guy who owns the who bought the manufacturing plant who's going to manufacture stuff in there and the second being uh it's going to be either doc hopper's son or grandson you know the villain from the first muppet movie and yeah. he wants to carry out the goal of his, the original goal of his grandfather slash father, whatever it's going to be. I'm thinking this could be played by Seth Green, because I feel like Seth Green has that range, and also his last <laughs> name is Green. And I think that's very funny. Mm-hmm. So the reason they're working together is that this factory is going to produce machines that are going to um, rip legs off of frogs so that they can be cooked. Uh-huh. This, this, this factory is going to manufacture the machines to do so. The, the machines exist, and you see an example of it. The frogs are still going to be alive. Don't worry. But I'm taking this from the idea that of a line Kermit said in the first movie where um, he sees millions of frogs on tiny crutches. Uh, uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> I told you, this gets very no, sorry. Mary! But the reason they're working together is because this is a collaboration, and then Doc Hopper wants to buy the theater that's in the middle of town that's, like, this huge town landmark. He wants mm-hmm. to buy it and turn it into the first of many um, future Doc Hopper's restaurants and mm-hmm. have it be this huge part of the city the same way the theater was. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they're going to go around kidnapping frogs and then tearing their legs off. And this mm-hmm. happens in a montage where the Electric Mayhem visit this teacher's, like, middle school, like, class and all these kids are like I want to be middle school because I want these kids to like have a little faith but they're just so disillusioned by their surroundings that they're just like okay there's no way for us to either like get out of this town happily or there's nothing artistic here for us there's no way we're going to get out anyways and the electric Mm -hmm. mayhem encourage them to find the music and everything and they like it's a nice cute sequence where they all just play music and have a nice time And during this montage, you also see them cleaning up the theater and everything, and then Kermit goes on his walk every day where he passes his houseboat, and you see less and less frogs every every time you go past them. I love that. Would it be, like, over the music, like, interspliced? Yes! It'd be a very good montage. So they're working on rehearsing for this show, and Gonzo's, like, trying out a few stunts in public, which is very hard because it's a small town, so it's, like, it can be, like, bungee jumping off a bridge by the river or, like, tight rope walking or, like, off of, a, like, a stoplight. <laughs> so something like that where he gets injured and he's fine, but these town people don't know that he's usually fine after these things, so they, like, take him to a hospital. 
And so all the Muppets go to visit him in the hospital. And while Kermit's there, he walks around and he see he passes this room where all these frogs without legs are. And he oh. he begins mm. to put two and two together. And then he turns around and he sees Doc Hopper's son. And Doc Hopper's son kidnaps him and is like, okay, now I can finish the will of my grandfather. I'm going to hold this frog against his will until he, until like Stockholm Syndrome sets in. And he agrees to become the spokesperson. And then I will finally oh, no. finish my grandfather slash father's mission. So. <laughs> oh, no. This is, like, the day of the performance, too, where, like, Gonzo gets out of the hospital because, again, like, he's fine. Maria, you look on edge. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay, and while, the, while this is going down, I, I figured, okay, this is my Muppet movie. I can do whatever I want. So I decided that I was going to bring Ty Burrell back so he could team up with Sam the Eagle and they can try to solve what happened to the girl's parents. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, they're working, so they're working on this, and while they're, so while they're setting up the show, they're like, where's Kermit? Kermit's missing. This is weird. So they're like, okay, this is, we need to do something about this. So we get a search party together. That's, um, Piggy, Scooter, Walter, and I'm thinking about adding Pepe to it. I'm thinking about it. But I figured that'd be a good team because I haven't really done that much with any of them in the movie and I want him to do something. Yeah. Also, I want Walter to do something in one of these things. Because yeah. he is so underutilized. I feel like teaming him up with Scooter and Piggy would be fun and I needed and I needed Piggy on the team because I actually need someone who's actually good at rescue missions. Yeah. Competent. <laughs> yeah, let's throw New Zealand in there. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we got our one competent person. What's three uncompetence? Incompetence. I, I like the the um Pepe suggestion because it reminds me of Muppets from Space. Yeah. And also I want Bill Barrett. Yes. I I haven't really included him very much in this. So they're putting on the show, like it's a mixture of townspeople and Muppets and like the theater's filling up with everybody in town. They're all so excited to be there because they're like something's finally happening here. We've got people here. And there's people coming from out of town to help too. And they res- they do end up rescuing Kermit, and they do raise the money. And then Doc- and then when they realize, and when he comes in, he's like, "It's my time to buy the theater," you know, something over dramatic and villainy like that. Again, three hours of sleep. This is where <laughs> Steve started to run out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he comes in, and he's just like, "This is." And they, so they come in and they're like, we're going to do, we're going to like, you know, t- we're going to buy this. And she's like, no, you can't buy it. I like, I've got the money. I want to keep my theater. And the town wants to keep this theater too. You can build your restaurant any anywhere else in the country, but it's not going mm-hmm. to be here. And he's like, do you know how much work I put into like, you know, making sure this happens? I killed your parents or like, he confesses to murdering her parents, <laughs> you know, for the whole family. That just came out of nowhere. There was I no told you the parents disappeared. I know, but there was barely any foreshadowing. Do you want to know how he did it? Yes. He killed, oh, no. he killed them and then, like, tossed them in the river. And when they, they, they came up in shore, and then Sam and the other detective found them. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And they found, like, his business card or something on them. They're like, they put, or they, like, found, like, frog, like, stuff on them. They're like, oh, my gosh. This is I what happened. I need to take a walk. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pace for a little bit if you need me. I'm sorry. Keep talking. I, I, I just need the discovery of the dead parents to be humorous because this is a dark Muppet movie. So I, I need it to be like we found them cold turkey and it cuts to them at the scene and it's two fr- frozen turkeys on the shore. This is something really cheesy. Something to lighten it up. I like that, but I also like the idea of it being shot like a horror movie. Like, like actual scariness. <laughs> well, the original idea had all the Muppets in cages, and then one of the humans would break them out, so. I was a middle schooler who needed therapy, okay? Yeah! Scooter might like the cage idea too much. Stop! <laughs> no, that was an alternate universe. That was an alternate universe. Can it to me, baby! It's can it to me! No. 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 Okay. Anything else? Alright, so the whole town comes together, and then Kermit's like, wait. And then they leave the theater, and then it starts snowing. And Kermit's like, wait, there's something we need to do. 
and he gets the whole town together to like get this like houseboat out of the out of the water and like bring it back onto shore so the old mm-hmm. frog can just be there in peace and then oh. it ends happily ever after and we've got mm-hmm. 10 minutes before zoom kicks us out again okay so let's do fast muffin <laughs> struggles awesome i've got three but i'll make them fast the first being okay. i graduated first being i graduated college so yay me second being yay. Yay. Second being, I rewatch I rewatched the 2011 Muppet movie for the third time, and I cried for three hours. That's two hours during the movie and one hour after. Yeah. And I forgot the, and the oh yeah, the third one being, I finally watched the the movie that this podcast is named after, and mm. I cried the entire time. Jerry Nelson, <laughs> I love you. Next. Um, my Muppet struggle is I feel like everyone had a horrible Monday for just different reasons. Mine was like the public stuff, but personal and like health reasons and everything. And uh, I just kept having nightmares all night. And this, it's a struggle, but the, but the only reason it ties to Muppets is because the last dream before I woke up is I had a dream I was talking to uh, Richard Hunt, like an extended conversation. And I woke Aww. up and I didn't feel yeah. bad anymore. So it was a struggle and then it that's turned so into nice. a, a, a win. So that's, that's mine of, of this week. That's sweet. Sprout? So I have... Three, one, I finally watched the Carol Spinney documentary and cried for hours. Woo! Yeah. Two, watching Twitter go insane over the clip of Walter saying Muppets Now was a bad idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. And three, the Seth Street Twitter posted a picture of Bert and Ernie and um, says every day is better with your bestie and just reading the comments about how pride is starting early this year <laughs> yeah beautiful i love it <laughs> love Perfect. that for us awesome okay uh thank you for listening to the muppets talk talking podcast i'd like to say a quick thank you to at airfare three for making our uh, header on social on twitter as well as the cover art for the podcast and i'd also like to thank uh dennis which is at turning to stone on twitter for doing the intro and outro voiceover for the, for the podcast and if you'd like to follow us on Twitter in general, the show on Twitter in general, it's at Muppet, it's at Muppet, it's at Muppets underscore talking. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the animated emo. Uh, any social media, I am at Nerdy Maria Mania. And I am at Palpoo Sprout on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening again, and we hope you have a Muppetational rest of the week. Bye! 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 And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm going to need complete silence for this.